0: win that trophy I'm counting on you to go balls out for it. I
1: only have one speed balls house house and welcome will you die this day for glory for honor to prove who was the mightiest ghost monster ghoul or cryptid from season 4 it's the season 4 kumite And we're your hosts, my name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you can call me Shibby.
0: And I'm Ethan Sareski, and I am now single, because my girlfriend and I broke up because we never really uh, liked each other, and now we've made
1: it official. All right, so, ladies, keep an eye out for a new segment coming season 5, Do You Want to Spend Some Time with Ethan?
0: (laughs) I love that, you know what, that's catchy.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I think that's a good time.
0: How about a jingle? Do you want to spend some time with Ethan? Do you want to spend some time with him? Oh, there's something there. Yeah, that sounds very romantic. Yeah, 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 everyone's wet.
1: Ethan, do you want to tell our listeners to the prem- about the premise of this season four finale Kumite episode?
0: Well, like all season finale Kumites on Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, all the ghosts, ghouls, goblins, cryptids, and demons from the uh, previous season will be matched up in a tournament format where they shall battle each other for supremacy in the Kumite. So you yeah. will hear all of the uh, monsters uh, and all of their, their battle items, all of their uh, little helpers, all mm, of all their the skills... You know, because some of them come with little things that you know, a little. Yeah, like, they might
1: have a familiar or yeah, uh, something like that.
0: <laughs> like a witch may have a cat, as an example. Yeah, for for a, example, just as and, a, the simplest way to to put it, and we are going to find out who is the master of season four.
1: Show enough, <laughs> we'll see who's. Uh, yeah, it's a single elimination tournament. We've got sixteen entrants. You'll find most battles to the death are single elimination. And we've got them uh, divided up into four divisions. Ethan, are you ready for me to announce the four divisions for this season's Kumite? This
0: is one of my favorite parts of the entire season. I wait through all the episodes of the season to hear the divisions of the Kumite.
1: All right. Division number one. The only one that I set out with intentionality to create at one point in the season. (laughs) It's the UK representing all the greats from the UK this season. We've got leprechauns, of course, from Northern Ireland. And keep in mind, UK.
0: that's not the leprechaun from the movie The Leprechaun. These are just general leprechauns.
1: Yes, just actual real-life leprechauns. Right. You've got the store from oh. Wales. You've got Tizzy Wizzy from <laughs> England. <laughs> and you've got the knuckle from Scotland. That's the your UK division.
0: That's then, awesome. I love that division. What is What, what is our next uh, uh, breakup on the bracket?
1: Well, obviously, from across the pond, we're going to have our USA division. All right. U-S-A. USA. 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 In the USA, we've got Vegetable Man. <laughs> we've got a tag team of the Candy Lady and the Donkey Lady. They're in Ooh. it together. We've got a team of five Nima Rigar, of course, <laughs> from the Rockies. And that cursed beast itself, the Golden Eagle.
0: Oh, yes. That's a great division. I really like that.
1: Yes. Then, of course, we've got our returning division. You might remember these favorites from season three. We've got the Wets, (laughs) the amazing Wets from the water. We've got West. another tag team. We've got the Kappa and the Hayasube team. Oh
0: in yes, Kappa Kappa Hayasube, rip your soul from where you do day.
1: And we've got the Oklahoma Octopus taken in a first round draft pick, snatched up from the USA division. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, of course, from the Brazilian Amazon, we've got the Encantado. Oh, very good one. And from down under. We've got the Bunyip. Oh,
0: keep your kids away from the water.
1: Yes, that's the message of pretty much all four of the the monsters in the Wets division.
0: Yeah, I was about to say that that's pretty much applicable to all.
1: Yeah. And then last but not least, we've got our uh, religious division. Oh, Monsters with religious origins.
0: They'll, they'll be fun
1: to, to, uh, to hang we, out with. <laughs> we've got the Zhang Shi, uh, possibly created by Taoist priests. Uh, we've got Abagor, who is from hell. <laughs>
0: He's very religious.
1: Yes. Estris from uh, Jewish folklore and mythology. Ow! And, of course, the Badalisk, known for appearing on Three Kings Day every year outside of Italy. Very cool. So those are our four divisions. So what do you say? Do you want to dive right in to round one? I do. I
0: want to get this going. This is this is an excellent setup. I, I mean, the, this is going to be a great set of battles. Is Shaq not entering this year?
1: No, Shaq is, of course, uh, Victor Emeritus of the Kumite. <laughs> uh, not required to defend his title. He is retired from fighting since he is no longer Prime Shaq. Oh,
0: that's true. Oh, my God. I, what did I learn about Shaq?
1: Have you heard his new single? Stop it. Have you heard his new single?
0: He does not have a new single.
1: It's called Let the Thotties Hit the Floor, and it was released initially on TikTok. And it's a new rap song? It is a new rap song. He seems to be trying to uh, fold in some of the trap style. Into his uh, flow, which does not really suit him, I think. If anything, if if Shaq wanted to evolve his flow, I think he should be heading into more of a backpack direction. I think Shaq needs to be spending some time with some marble notebooks on the subway, listening to some MF Doom beats, and really working up getting his lyricism.
0: Some KMD, Mr. Hood.
1: Yes, but instead uh, he went for more of a trap vibe And it did (laughs) include uh, the one line that I remember it from uh, I be the shat
0: that be dunking a ball I be the man that be so fucking tall Oh, look at that Trap rapping is easy
1: Yeah Uh, He, and I'm going to put it as the outro to this episode I was just about to say we
0: know what's going to play us out
1: But I remember there was one line that said uh, I get lost when I go for a nap (laughs) <laughs> Which I think was supposed to be about how big his house was, but to me, oh, just it made was it sound like he had dementia.
0: <laughs> I thought it was when he dreams he goes on a trip. Oh, like n-
1: astral I guess it's projection. really open to the listener.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I thought he was painting a picture of astral projection in that line, but maybe you're maybe you're just too small-minded.
1: Maybe, maybe compared to Shack, aren't we all too too small-minded?
0: That's true, and too small.
1: Yes. So <laughs> let's kick things off. Across the pond with our neighbors in the United Kingdom. Our first battle. Boy, it's going to be a toughie. We've got a leprechaun.
0: (laughs) A leprechaun.
1: Versus the knucklevy. How did I get in this battle? (laughs) We laugh at ourselves. Wait. So wait.
0: This is a little person versus... Uh, A demon horse with a corpse attached to it.
1: Yes, and it has no skin and it breathes out toxic breath.
0: Oh, this is going to be quite a battle.
1: Now, keep in mind, the Leprechaun does have its own fighting abilities.
0: It has magic.
1: It has magical powers. It can grant wishes. Uh, So, maybe even grant ironic wishes if the Leprechaun films are to be believed. So, can the Leprechaun compel the knuckle of V to make a wish. Is there anything that the knuckle of V would be wishing for? Yeah. I think the knuckle of V is going to go,
0: can you make my rider not a corpse? Can you make it a real rider? Mm. And, and the, the leprechaun might interpret that to be like, I, hey, you want a rider, and he'll give him a contract, you know?
1: Mm. So to say what could, what be, could be on be the, the contract room? though. Yeah.
0: Well, maybe yeah. what could be on that contract that would, well, obviously you're going to
1: want 20 bottles of Fiji water. You're going to want 20 bottles of Avion water. You're going to want eight bottles of Dom Perignon <laughs> champagne. You are going to want one bottle of Jack Daniel's whiskey. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to say I think the Nuklavi is going to get it. I think the Nuklavi is an ancient water demon and is pretty difficult to trick. I don't think it's going to fall for that.
0: But I think it real uh, I think you I mean it's very
1: it. angry and it's full of hate and is very evil.
0: If you had no skin, you would not be in a good mood either.
1: No, I would not. I honestly I would wish for skin. That would be my big wish.
0: Wait, okay, so here okay. So what do I want? And you're like skin. skin. What what could it turn that wish into to win?
1: I mean uh I guess if we're going by the leprechaun movies, it doesn't have to be particularly clever, so I'm probably oh, overthinking it. It could
0: give it it could give it black skin and then police could come and shoot it.
1: Topical. I was <laughs> gonna think it could give it a big plate of tater skins.
0: Or it could just drop skin on top of it like like, like yeah. tons of now skin. Now you're
1: drowning in skin. Oh, what a terrible way to go.
0: Oh, that's oh that is really gruesome.
1: Yeah. All right, well then, that it's compound. the The leprechaun once again doesn't have to be clever, and I think the Nuklavi does have desires. So yeah, let's say the leprechaun takes it. I think he, I think he
0: would make that wish. I think that you find something without skin it's gonna make a wish.
1: It's true. It I if I didn't have skin. I would definitely wish for skin.
0: I don't think you get used to not having a skin. Like I don't think that's the kind of pain where you're like ah, it's you know like my knees. Yeah, I hardly than it was. even notice anymore. <laughs>
1: When there's sand all over my exposed muscle tissue. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, fair enough. That brings us to our home shores, the good old U.S. of A.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Now, boy, here's the real stumper for you. We've got the blood-sucking vegetable man. Oh, yeah. Versus the most evil car in America... The Golden Eagle.
0: Oh, this is a weird one, boy.
1: This is a weird... Here's the thing. There's no blood
0: in the Golden Eagle. But it has oil.
1: It has oil, but I don't think the Vegetable Man can eat oil. It's not like it's vegetable oil.
0: Maybe he tries.
1: And gets poisoned? Yes. All right. There you go. Vegetable Man, even on his best day. And this isn't even the double the golden eagle uh, bringing out any of its curse powers. So
0: I think it plays it play it goes. Oh no, the vegetable man not not my not my blood, and it pops yeah. its hood.
1: Yeah, it's like oh no, that's where all my precious fluids are. Yeah, and then vegetable man ends up drinking a bunch of uh like windshield wiper fluid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely dies. Yes.
1: Yeah, so the golden eagle moves on. To round two. Can I have a question? You absolutely can. Is this
0: like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory where they all die, or are they okay in the end, the ones who lose?
1: Uh, you know, some of them make it, some of them don't. They are technically supposed to be battles to the death, but you can get eliminated on a technicality. You it kind of makes me sad. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they're going to go as hard as they want. Okay. I'm not going to say that you can't kill somebody. I'm going to say... It's sort of expected, but if if you happen to run into a monster that is inclined to show you mercy, maybe you'll get lucky. I don't think that's going to happen in the wets round. The wets. We've got uh, in our wets, we've got the tag team, the Kappa and the Hayasube. And we've got the next girl
0: who dates me. Ha <laughs> ah,
1: Boy, you are putting on a charm offensive. Girls love your. yeah no that's what they like is is
0: humor about their vaginas that's what they really are into
1: yeah they love it you are the inbox is gonna be blowing up wait till Uh, i use
0: the c word later
1: yeah i can't wait (laughs) yeah uh kappa and hayasube and they are going to be taking on the encantado
0: okay what's the encantado again the fish
1: the encantado you presented those (laughs) are rare dolphins Oh,
0: that's right, the were dolphin. Oh. have Magical
1: powers, they're great rappers, and they come from another dimension.
0: Oh, those are awesome.
1: Yeah, I think uh I think they're just gonna be too advanced for the cap on the Hayasube. I think their transformative powers is going to they're gonna be able to protect their assholes that way.
0: Do they have souls, the encantado?
1: I think so. I didn't hear anything to say otherwise.
0: Are they also located in their in their buttholes like human souls?
1: Uh, I think so. I think the uh, what what was that organ called? Sharikadama. Yeah. The Sharikadama is probably uh, universal to all creatures with souls.
0: Oh, so it's also yeah, because we know the soul is located in the anus.
1: Yes, inside the special globular organ that we all have right inside our anus. The Sharikadama, that <laughs> Kappa and Hayasube love to rip out of your asshole with their flipper-like claws. Uh, I think but, the
0: I think the dolphin knows that's coming. I mean, they've got they're more of a one-trick pony. The Kappa and the Hayasube, even though they are two of them.
1: And I think honestly, uh, their their main strength is that they get you in the water and they drown you. But I think the Encantado is just too good in the water.
0: Uh, the yeah, do- I mean the
1: lung capacity of a dolphin, you know.
0: Yeah, that's a a bad matchup for the Kappa and the Hayasube.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, Encantado advances.
0: Good job, Encantado.
1: Congratulations.
0: How does it kill them, though?
1: Okay, so we've got the Encantado, and it... uh, All right, Encantado could summon a bunch of snakes to uh, bite the uh, Kappa or Hayasube. That's scary. I wouldn't want to go like that. No, I wouldn't either. Uh, they could also... Did they have control over water?
0: Uh, I think they, they had have... some weather power.
1: Yeah. But yeah, not directly
0: could... over the water. But weather power kind of ties in.
1: Now, of course, the Encantado famous for wearing hats. Right. Fedoras. And <laughs> Kappa and uh, Hayasube famous for wearing tiny helmets. Right. To cover their dishes full of water. So perhaps the Encantado... Pretty smart. they were pretty smart guys. There they was, were very. And one of our theories is that they were extra dimensional aliens.
0: Yeah. We, we thought they weren't from here. We thought they were higher. Um, they were of higher intelligence and from another uh, dimension.
1: So I'm going to say they're going to have the knowledge to do some research. They're going to tip that cap to the Kappa and Tayasube, And the Sube, being incredibly polite, will be oh. obliged to bow in return, Hey, spilling the, mm, what? spilling the water out of their dish. I said, oi. And uh, they will uh, be paralyzed. Oh, that is, you
0: know what? That's a good idea. Tip the cap. That's how it'll happen. And then he'll drag them in the water where they would be comfortable, but the Incantado would be more comfortable and murder it with its werewolf powers.
1: Yes. That brings us to our religious division.
0: I love this division.
1: We've got the (laughs) Zhang Shi.
0: I'm chanting for them.
1: Perfect I appreciate that.
0: <laughs>
1: the Zhangxi will be taking on their vampiric uh, uh sisters, the estries.
0: Oh, the
1: ow. So we've got yes, we've got Chinese vampires versus Jewish vampires. Who do you think is better, Chinese people or Jewish people?
0: Um better better <laughs> Just- what?
1: Just better, just as uh, morally. Which one do you think? If you had to choose a race to kill,
0: Um, I'm kidding. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, yeah. I'm I'm Jewish, and
0: I still had to think.
1: Yeah, boy. That you know what? That's nice. I mean, I mean, it
0: shows you that I'm open. You know, I mean, I still had to think about it.
1: You're not playing favorites.
0: That's true.
1: Uh, but okay. So Chinese hopping vampires. Right. Uh, they were a little bit stiff. They're very strong. They could hop around. They could transform into a ball of light,
0: right? They Which have... I don't understand. That's more of a, a a parlor trick than anything.
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem particularly useful offensively, but defensively that could be useful.
0: Oh, isn't that pretty?
1: Oh, I can't grab it. It doesn't have any limbs, you know. No, oh, it's you, so if you get bright.
0: It's yeah. like it's like a rhinestone on my sweater.
1: And then the estries, of course. Jewish lady vampires that love to drink the blood of Jewish men. Oh, we do. They love its sweet taste. And, and we're uh, cold. Yeah, the warm them right up down to their toesies, no matter how many socks they've got on.
0: No, I mean so, emotionally cold.
1: Oh, okay. Well, they've got that going. Boy, you're really doing your best to try and win over some new ladies, aren't you?
0: I'm angry with women today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, who do you think, Jiangxi or Estrees? What's your instinct?
0: Um, I think Estrees, just because I picture Jiangxi not moving so well.
1: It's true; they're a little bit uh, stiff in their gait. I known just for think hopping. you need
0: in a Kumite, you need to really have agility. You need to. Y- y- It becomes a physical... It becomes a brawl at some point. I mean, you can dance around it. There are tricks. You know, everyone has their different tricks. You know, the the Leprechaun used a trick. But it becomes a brawl at some point. You get lured into just a street fight. And if you can't move well, those estries are going to tear you apart. Those are vampires. Those are like true blood, moving fast, fangs out vampires. And I think they're going to tear into them.
1: It's true. I think the vampire strength on both of them is going to cancel out. So I think that agility is going to be... Your main deciding factor, and on top of that, Yestries does have uh, a couple of you know magical powers. They were witches in life before they became vampires, so they got that going for them. And then also the Jiangshi. The list of weaknesses that the Jiangshi had was as long as my arm. Yeah, you know, it was a peach wood, a (laughs) mirror, rice, some coins, Jewish vampires, anything. Yeah, the specific that to uh uh. What was the uh, highs? Uh, yeah. You know, they got all sorts of weaknesses.
0: And so, also, what did Jews eat on um, holidays?
1: They love Chinese food That's on right. Christian holidays. That's right. On their own high holy days, they have their own cuisines that I'm not allowed to know about. <laughs> My assumption, unbaptized baby blood
0: yeah <laughs> what do you mean assumption <laughs> yeah uh, yeah I you've mean, been to, you've been to my house on a from holiday, what i've been it's not reading
1: the assumption. <laughs> and it's a couple of documentaries that i'm gonna post links to in <laughs> yeah. the show notes Kyrie uh, Kyrie
0: irving's promoting them
1: uh so yeah the estries advance after let's say um, casting a magical spell that sets the Zhangxi on fire yeah i they like that much care for fire yeah all right that brings us back to the UK division. Back on their fair shores of that cursed isle. <laughs> and I got to tell you, this fight is actually very reminiscent of the story time that I wrote for this episode. We've got the Angela Store versus Tizzy Wizzy.
0: <gasps> oh my God, it's just like Alan Hedgehog.
1: It's just like Alan Hedgehog. Who could have foreseen... I gotta say, Tizzy Wiz, but Tizzy Wizzy can also fly because of his adorable bumblebee wings.
0: Oh, Tizzy Wizzy is really cute.
1: He's really cute.
0: But Angelostor knows when Tizzy Wizzy's gonna die.
1: Yes, and I have a distinct feeling it is going to be today. Yeah. (laughs) And Jealous Door is, of course, a uh, 5,000-year-old tree spirit that lives in one of the oldest trees on the planet Earth and knows when you're going to die.
0: The something you. Uh,
1: Yes, the Langer New You.
0: Yeah, it's a you tree.
1: Yes, and it is uh, a real tree that you can go and see. It's one of England's, or one of the United Kingdom's 50 great trees that they announced for the Queen's Silver Jubilee. (laughs) And,
0: uh, Take a picture. Find out when you're going to die. It's a great trip.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you go there on Halloween or July 31st, you will see the Angelus door and he will say who will die in the upcoming year. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but, other than being an ancient tree spirit, we don't know much about the offensive capabilities of the Angelus door. But also, the Tizzy Wizzy really only has the powers of a hedgehog. <laughs> And it can also fly, and it can swim. They're supposed to be decent swimmers, but I don't think that's going to come up.
0: Do you think I'm, it also wears a helmet made out of an acorn?
1: Uh let's let's say that this guy got kitted up. Yeah, let's okay. say he went for the full Alan Hedgehog. Uh, so tell loadout. the audience
0: what he's working with.
1: So he's got an acorn hat. Mm-hmm. He has got a sewing needle for a sword. Yes, that is it.
0: Oh, I would think he'd also have, like, a leather vest.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I mean, if we want to give him uh, some little... Uh, out, maybe he's he's got, a, obviously, a belt that he can tuck his sword yeah, into. Yeah, a utility belt. Yeah. Other uh, utilities that might be in there. Standard for an adventurer, let's say, flint and steel.
0: Oh, that's uh, great. Yeah, he, he definitely needs to start a fire. Maybe he has a bow and arrow, too, with some smaller needles.
1: Yeah, let's say he's got a bow that has been made out of a paperclip. <laughs> and, uh, and, rubber, and, and band. rubber band right just like in gremlins 2
0: the part yeah, with no, Hogan. i think the
1: angela store still pretty much got him dead to rights. yeah i don't mean, think there's
0: any amount of you paper know i've
1: put my thumb on the scale for little guys before in the kumite but i cannot lean hard enough
0: no the angela store is going to how does he kill him
1: uh i'm going to assume that he is going to uh Crush him with his bare hands. <laughs> Maybe he'll get a couple. He'll regret it because he'll get a couple of spine pricks from the hedgehog spines. But uh, I think at the end of the day, he's got him.
0: You die now, Alan.
1: <laughs> cool, blimey. <laughs> that brings us back to the United States where we've got the tag team of Candy Lady and Donkey Lady. Oh, yeah. Taking on a team of five Rigar,
0: And the Rigar are, are uh, mutant little
1: people? Uh, they are a tribe of short Native American cannibals that <laughs> lived in the Rocky Mountains.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to do any imitations.
1: Thank you. Now, of course, the Candy Lady and the Donkey Lady are a pair of evil ghost women from... Texas
0: yes they're urban uh, well they're supposed to be urban legends but since they're real they're urban okay. witches
1: so the candy lady obviously uh, was she was, was she covered in molten candy and that no or...
0: No, she used to uh, bring candy to kids at night mm. remember and leave it on their uh, windows and she would take the kids mm. and then they found out and all the neighborhood parents burned her alive and then she came back in their dreams
1: Mm, very uh very freddy krueger
0: oh no that's freddy krueger i'm sorry it's very freddy krueger that is freddy krueger no she uh yeah she now she comes back and takes kids and puts out their eyes
1: Mm, pops their
0: eyes out and kills them and leaves candy and also did it to a police officer
1: okay and the donkey lady is of course a woman with a who her face is melted
0: Yes, from the fire, because from a, a fire. stranger, a a um a rich person, came and killed her donkey, and she came mm-hmm. out and was like, why are you killing my donkey? And then he came down and burned her house down.
1: Yeah, I'd come back and haunt people if that happened to me. Yeah, she was mad. Now, the Nimerigar, uh, so they've got, both these uh, ladies, they've got ghost powers. They've got yeah. assorted ghost powers. And they're
0: angry. They're like, they've got the Candyman thing. Like, you know, and, they anger uh, yeah, throughout the centuries. Uh,
1: They've got some fight in them. They got that dog in them.
0: Oh, they're mad, yeah.
1: They're they want to hurt somebody. The Nimarigar uh have tiny bows and arrows with poison <laughs> arrows. They're much like uh, Alan Hedgehog. <laughs> yes. They're pretty much a team of five Alan Hedgehogs. They're all
0: teasyweezyes. They've got uh they've also got acorn helmets and uh rubber band um <laughs> bow and arrows.
1: So with that, uh I'm gonna i'm i'm leaning towards the ladies on this one they're gonna take it i mean
0: are you telling me they're used
1: to fighting people that size uh and plucking their (laughs) eyes out and replacing them with candy they're gonna think they're kids yeah and now the nimmer could take that to their advantage but because they're known for setting traps they could dress one up as a kid
0: we are kids i love candy (laughs) and <laughs> donkey. I hate the dentist. I want to stay up and watch television. I want a reliable pack animal. I like uh, my iPad. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you want a donkey? Uh,
1: yeah. I'm gonna say, uh, yeah, yeah. The Numerigar could trick them.
0: I don't know. But, I think they'll try. That's they definitely. T- that's what do they they'll have anything do. That's
1: effective against ghosts.
0: Your strategy is exactly what they'll do, and it's a smart strategy. For them Mm -hmm. to dress one up or or a bunch up as kids and sit there going, ah, we like PlayStation. And they'll come, but then they'll get there and they'll be like, attack! And they'll run at them and the ghosts will just murder them.
1: All right, fair enough. Candy Lady and Donkey Lady advance.
0: With Candyman powers.
1: Yes, using their horrible Candyman powers to rip the Nymarigar limb from limb. I watched uh, the new Candyman movie again. Oh, what did you think about it this time? I loved it. Good. I
0: really. Yeah, did. I
1: thought it had, I thought it. It was good.
0: I thought Nia DaCosta, the director, did an excellent job. I thought it was. It, it was touching. And it was I definitely loved. Definitely
1: the ha- second best Candyman movie.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Not that there's much competition. Yeah,
0: really. I could. I could write this. I before that was out, I could have written the second best Candyman movie in half an hour.
1: All right, back to the Wets Division. The Wets. We've got a couple big boys coming for each other this time. Oh. We've got the Oklahoma Octopus versus (laughs) the Bunyip. Oh, this is a good matchup. Now, the Oklahoma Octopus, you might remember, is an octopus roughly the size of a horse that was created by JFK to be a biological weapon of (laughs) uh, mass warfare. The Bunyip (laughs) is... uh, Basically, somewhere between a seal and a dog, roughly the size of a walrus. Kind of just picture a walrus that someone just is describing to you.
0: But it's hungry for children.
1: But yeah, it does want to eat children, and it does probably have some water powers. I, now, don't see,
0: I don't see how the bunyip's taking this one.
1: Yeah, the okay octopus, he's got a lot of limbs, and he does better out of land, uh, out of water. Because we know that he moves between those three reservoirs. That's right. Possibly through underground tunnels built by JFK himself by hand.
0: Yeah, and and also uh, JFK Jr., who's still alive apparently.
1: Yes, and he will be running with the Oklahoma Octopus as his vice
0: against uh, um, RFK Jr., which is yeah, strange.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a real family struggle, and boy, <laughs> it's going to really tear Jackie O Jr. apart. But we got to do what we got to do.
0: What if Marianne Williamson puts on those Jackie O glasses? That'd be great.
1: It would be great. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. so what do do we say? The Oklahoma octopus is just going to throttle the bunyip on this one? It's
0: just going to choke it to death. And it's going to grab it by each limb and by its throat and just rip all the stuff out at the same time. It's just going to be an absolute massacre.
1: All right. You hate to see it so long, bunyip. The Oklahoma octopus... Advances.
0: You know what? In every tournament, there's a blowout in the first round.
1: It's true. Next, we've got... Abigor oh. from Hell versus everyone's favorite gossip-mongering, fuzzy fella, the Badalisk. How did the Badalisk get
0: matched up with Abigor? That's so unlucky.
1: Well, you know, you said their first round blowouts. Abagor obviously going to be a high seed. <laughs> Battalisk pretty low in that every year he loses a fight to a hunchback. <laughs> uh, unless the Battalisk has some surprises for me, I think Abigor is going to take this one.
0: He's like a church bell. Every year he just
1: <laughs> Yeah, he just gets rung. Uh, yeah. So what do you think?
0: I think, think, I think gonna... that the great, the grand duke of hell does whatever yeah.
1: he wants.
0: Like, are you kidding me? Like, how...
1: <laughs> now, you've said in uh, your uh, Abigor story time, you implied the Abigor could sometimes do work as a crossroads demon.
0: Yeah, that was a lie.
1: Okay. Because I was going to say, what if the battle sold his soul for victory? Then abagor would take his soul
0: and burn it <laughs> and he would lose I mean it would it, there's,
1: he would you, lose in the long run but he might win the Kumite oh oh be sold it to
0: win, oh a to win the battle this one battle
1: yeah um do you th- how do you think abagor I think I don't think that's empty? allowed
0: because he would automatically lose the next oh oh would he would he not automatically lose the next battle because he's soulless
1: no I don't think you need a
0: soul to win Oh, that's right. There's a lot of people without souls who win all the time. Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah. Just look at America.
0: uh well, yeah, but would Abagor value one soul more than he would winning the season four Kumite? Really?
1: Is is the Batalisk just any soul? He's a great gossip monger. He, he knows does. He knows does love the gossip. That's going around. But he so knows... does
0: Ab- oh, No, no. Here's Abigor what you're forgetting. Also, Abagor knoweth gossip. secret things in hidden words.
1: Mm, yeah the the battle ask is not going to bring anything fresh for him yeah Abagor is going to take him he's not You gonna had that such tip.
0: an angle that I was about to go I think abigor sells takes his soul and bows out but he knoweth hidden things
1: yeah he doesn't need it yeah abigor advances
0: very close though that I mean that very you know what close. that was a real a real close one the basilisk almost pulled off the upset
1: yeah yeah that see sometimes you get surprised Absolutely. And that finishes up round 1 of the Kumite. Our remaining competitors in the UK, we've got the Leprechaun and the Angela Store. In America, we've got Candy Lady and Donkey Lady versus the Golden Eagle, Ooh. the most evil car in America. <laughs> in the wets, we've got the Oklahoma Octopus and the Encantado. Ooh. And in the religious division, we've got Abigor versus Estries. Oh, ow. 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 They yes, they all sound like Fran Dresser. <laughs>
0: What's they? Uh they Vampires.
1: Yeah, Estries.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what you meant. <laughs> yes. All Estries sound like Fran Dresser. You know yeah, um Jackie played Fran Dresser's niece on the Nanny?
1: Oh no, that's a good role for her.
0: Yeah, that was perfect <laughs> with her voice. She was great.
1: Uh so we got uh Leprechaun versus Angelistore. Whoa, not the
0: Leprechaun. No, a Leprechaun. A Leprechaun versus, okay, so we've got the Leprechaun magic and all that trickiness and his lithe-footed running around as a little, you know, because when you're small, you're quick, you know? It's true. And we've got the Angelostor who knows when he's going to die and is a 5,000-year-old tree spirit. So he's going to be way up in a tree. I don't see how the Leprechaun's, well, he's got magic, the Leprechaun. I don't. How it's are true. they going to engage each other?
1: Well, I think just based strictly on his age, the Angelus door is going to have more powerful magic than the Leprechaun.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Well, how old's the Leprechaun?
1: I don't think they're going to go back five thousand years. I think I don't think they go back that far. Okay. Uh, I ancient one. I think they can breed. You know what I mean. Yeah, that's like true. Like I think I think they can grow old and die. Uh,
0: I'm a new leprechaun.
1: <laughs> I've been a leprechaun for four hundred years.
0: <laughs> that's uh, nothing.
1: Yeah, exactly. You die today. If it so, I think if it comes down to magic versus magic, Dangellosthor's got him. Well, that's all it, it is. This is a magic on physical.
0: Yeah. This is a magic on magic battle.
1: Yeah, and I think the leprechaun is just gonna be outclassed. So yeah. Angelastor takes the UK division.
0: Wow. God save now, the Queen.
1: Now to see who wins in America, which we will call the World Series, <laughs> we've got the Candy Lady and Donkey Lady versus the Golden Eagle. <laughs> Okay, so we've got. Do you think the curse of the golden eagle is powerful enough to take down the candy lady and the donkey lady?
0: I think they're all curses, right?
1: Well, two of them are sort of are are I guess the, have the curse of undeath, right? You know, they are ghosts. Uh, and the golden eagle does appear to be a cursed car that uh, the curse does kill people who come in contact with it. It is entirely possible that the candy lady and the donkey lady would get hit by a ghost pickup truck. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Street I mean, on the way to, to Golden Eagle.
0: They are cursed, but the car isn't cur- the car's curse is outward.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: They don't have an outward curse. They would have to use you know, they They'd would have to physically rip its eyes out or which would be its headlights. That's not gonna do anything to the car.
1: No. No, I don't think so. I don't think their skill set is applicable to cars, but I do think the Golden Eagle skill set could possibly be applicable to ghosts.
0: I love the idea of they're trying to, like, rip out the wiring, and all of a sudden a ghost, like, 18-wheeler with, like, a ghost truck driver, Large Marge, yeah, uh, runs them
1: down. Get out of the way!
0: Large Marge, but she died 30 years ago.
1: And yeah, all of a sudden in the middle of the octagon, there's a sound like a dump truck getting dropped off the top of the Empire State Building. (laughs) Candy Lady and Donkey Lady are squished. The Golden Eagle advances, taking it for the most deadly monster in the USA.
0: Wow. Good job, Golden Eagle.
1: Up next, we've got the Oklahoma Octopus versus an Encantado.
0: (laughs) This is a great underwater battle.
1: Yes. I think, once again, the sort of advanced... Technology, the advanced uh, abilities, line uh, thinking that the encantado is going to be able to bring to the fight is going to give him an advantage. But is it going to be enough of an advantage to take down an octopus the size of a horse?
0: That was wait. Which one was made by JFK? The Oklahoma
1: Octopus was made by JFK.
0: Okay, wait. So we don't know how much intelligence the octopus could have been programmed with human yeah, but they may they have extra dimensional intelligence, which is probably you they're know. probably
1: more advanced than you and I. But octopodes are also very intelligent. Yeah, but they were probably infused size... with
0: extra intelligence when yes. JFK made them.
1: Exactly, its brain is now the size of a horse. Right. No, the brain isn't the size of a horse, but its brain is quite large. Uh, yeah, uh, the Oklahoma octopus could uh be outthinking him.
0: I think the octopus is smarter, but you, you got to factor in the extra dimensional. You know, what does that bring to the table? The fact that it's alien in nature.
1: I think, like, we never heard about it having weapons. Right. So I don't know how much of its intelligence is uh, driven towards combat. We didn't hear a lot of combat. But it
0: is a were dolphin.
1: It is a were dolphin. So it has so werewolf.
0: It- uh, violence and you know, tur- it well, turns I think werewolves into werewolves
1: have wolf violence, so this would have dolphin violence. So it is a rapist.
0: Yeah. But, right. So it's uh, going to try and rape the octopus.
1: Yeah. And I think that's a mistake.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's going to go after the dolphin. The dolphins going to lead it toward the JF caves and, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Made myself laugh. Not that beautiful. Thank you. And he, he, they're going to get lost in the JF Caves, and he's going to lead them to the net, to, into a trap, I think, because I think the octopus is smarter, and I think they're going to be a little bit full of themselves, the Encantado.
1: So, okay, so you're thinking the Encantado is going to fall for its overconfidence?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be like, wh- where are we going? And, and the, the, the uh, big-brained octopus is going to be like, you Know JFK programmed me to you know it's gonna yeah, it knows and he was the area created
1: as a weapon of war
0: exactly exactly it is you know and they're thinking, look at this simple creature, you know, it, it yeah. we'll just chase it down and use our where where dolphin raping, you know, and and all of a sudden like uh bars will come down and it'll be trapped in this underwater cave and then the water will drain out and they'll dra- Oh no, because it's a mammal.
1: But it has to be a, uh, a dolphin in its river during the day, right? It has to return back to its own form in daytime. So uh, I think when it is a dolphin in a dry land area, it is going to be at a distinct disadvantage in a physical fight against the Oklahoma octopus.
0: I think the octopus leads it into a trap in the underground caves because it knows that area and that's where it's going to take the Encantada
1: all right, so the Oklahoma Octopus takes it for the Wets. <coughs> this brings us to our final entry in the religious division. That'd be,
0: that would have been a good name for the for the, uh, the Washington football team, the Wets.
1: Yes, that would have been great. They blew it.
0: <laughs> they did blow it, by the way. The Commanders is the shittiest yeah, name.
1: Definitely not even as good as the Washington football team.
0: Not Not half as good. Are you kidding me? The Washington football team was pretty dope. But it's better Sorry? than a slur.
1: Yes, they are headed in the right direction. Yeah, yes. you know, Two steps forward, one step back. It's fine. Our final division we've got Abagor, the Duke of Hell
0: versus Great Duke.
1: The Great Duke of Hell. I avoid editorializing, but. I'm not editorializing.
0: Comments, he was called the Great Duke of Hell, the Grand Duke.
1: The Grand Duke of Hell, Abagor versus. The Jewish vampire witch. <laughs> the Estries. There's
0: got to be two of them.
1: Uh, we go to the bathroom together. Okay, there's two Estries. Let's say, yeah, it, it brought a friend. And now This it's is Lauren. Avedor.
0: Lauren and Rachel.
1: They're together. They're so close. They know all the words to rent. I'm and Jewish, are...
0: by the way, audience, just in case you're getting upset.
1: Don't worry. That won't help. <laughs> and so we've got Abigor and the Estries. Who do you think takes it? Abigor is lustful, no? Oh, I would imagine. But I think we, we decided canonically lustful, but canonically frustrated because he's like a Ken doll down there.
0: Wh- why would he be like a Ken doll?
1: Because he's uh, cursed uh, and he's in hell and his life is horrible. But he's a great duke of hell. Why wouldn't he have a penis? Uh, because uh, a penis... Because... Listeners might want to go back and check our episode about Avogor, or just take my word for it, but uh, we decided that because sex is a gift from God that God gave to man, yeah. and he did not give that gift to Avogor.
0: Oh, punishment for his rebellion.
1: Yes, and I didn't give it to the uh, legions of angels in general.
0: Oh, so we're going with, the, okay, yeah, right, okay. But he could have grown a penis when he kind of fell from grace and was no longer an angel.
1: So, are you trying to determine whether or not he can fuck these estries to death?
0: No, I'm trying to determine whether they can use their sexuality to lure him into a trap.
1: I think he does get horny, but I think, I think, I don't think is the type of guy that falls into lust traps. He's the kind of guy that sets
0: lust traps. The honeypot won't work.
1: No, no, he's going to see that one coming. If they're trying that, he's got him.
0: Oh, you want to Netflix and chill?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to watch you bleed slice they're done okay Abigail takes it yep All you're right. right
0: he is a he's the great Duke of hell he kills two Jewish vampire ladies uh
1: so that leaves us with our winners in each division heading into the semifinals we will have the Angela store quarterfinals
0: or semifinal? semifinals semifinals yep yep
1: yeah. The Angela Store versus the Golden Eagle. That's <laughs> right. The Ancient Tree Spirit versus the most evil car in America. So ridiculous. Versus the Oklahoma Octopus, <laughs> the JFK bred Octopus that was born to kill, versus Abagor, <laughs> the Grand Duke of Hell. So, let's kick it off with Angela Store versus the Golden Eagle. Here's what I'm going to say. We've been talking a lot about the Golden Eagle's curse powers. Right. But, you know, and we've been talking about a lot about the stores ancient spirit powers. Right. Let's take a moment. Let's talk about cars versus trees. <laughs> cars, of course, some of the greatest uh, sources of air pollution in our world. Uh... Killing all manner of living things, I think the Golden Eagle might be able to take down this ancient tree.
0: With pollution.
1: With pollution. And also, I'm going to say, driving repeatedly into it, uh, leaking gas onto it. Have the you ever on seen fire. a
0: car hit a tree? What happens to the car?
1: It's true. The car rarely wins, but this is an ancient evil car.
0: But it is just like a. What, what kind of car? Uh,
1: it was a Dodge
0: 330. I if you drive a Dodge 330 into a into a big old U-tree, you're not winning anything.
1: That's fair. That's fair. All right. And it sounds like the Angela Store might advance. I was uh unless okay, could the Angela Store H- Here you be go. Be taken in by the curse powers of the Golden Eagle.
0: Well, the the Angela Store is going to know if it's going to die or not and won't fight if it's going to die.
1: And also the Golden Eagle as a car, not alive. So won't, it won't
0: be on the list. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the Angelus store will see that the Golden Eagle is not on the list. Get freaked out. He quits. Yeah, he's gonna tap out.
0: He taps out. Absolutely. Yeah. He he wants no part of this matchup.
1: Yeah, yeah. He didn't see that loophole in his system, so the Angelus store chooses to err on the side of caution. Withdraws. The Golden Eagle gets a bye to the finals. Not how he wanted to get there, but hey, a victory is a victory.
0: He walks around the ring just like God, you know, doing that fake thing where, like, oh, I wanted, I didn't want to win I, by disqualification, but really on the inside, he's like, oh, I won. I'm
1: in the finals. I'm in the finals. I could win the whole seventy five grand and the golden belt.
0: <laughs> oh, and with a big oversized check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like an early UFC with a big trophy. <laughs> yeah. And given to you by like some mall girl. That they girl,
1: wrap around an entire car.
0: Given to you by some girl with a bikini that goes all the way up like to her like you know way above. Oh, her yeah. hip. Yeah. Oh
1: not 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 the uh, boxer briefs that they started giving. Oh you know, no, they, those are the, the, gross the bo-
0: too. Though that could be we could do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, the ones that they give to the the ring girls.
0: And they like roll them up. Yeah. Uh,
1: all right. So our other semifinal. The Oklahoma Octopus versus Abigor, the Grand Duke of Hell. <laughs> now, does the Oklahoma Octopus have a soul being created by man and not God?
0: How was it created? Was it created from an octopus?
1: I'm going to say that yes, it was an octopus that has been somehow grown, made larger. They didn't create it from scratch because there's not a species of Oklahoma octopus. It's not so it has a soul. Okay, so you think it has a soul? If it was created so,
0: from an octopus, it has a soul. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's fair. If it has a soul, I think Abigor is going to have some purview. Its powers are going to be effective. It's going to fall within its domain.
0: Yeah, but think about this: how valuable would that soul be to Abigor? Okay, it's in the semifinals of the Kumite.
1: Yeah, very valuable monster. He uh, might want
0: to make a deal for that soul. I mean,
1: what's unless m- he thinks he can push the fight and he could get the soul of the golden eagle.
0: Oh, what's more valuable to him, JFK's octopus or the mm. most cursed car in the world? Which soul now, would he rather have? The oh, octopus- the car doesn't have a soul.
1: Yes, and the octopus is a weapon of war, and we know that uh, Abagor is a general in Satan's army.
0: Bingo. He needs a warrior.
1: Yes, and he will gladly take the L in exchange, because Abigor's is a planner. He's a big picture guy. He's, He's not about work- winning
0: a kumite. He's about winning the war with no. heaven.
1: Yes, exactly, and uh, replacing uh, the guy that is currently sitting at the right hand of Satan.
0: Uh, that would be Flora T.,
1: flority yes obviously he wants to move up the ladder and that the oklahoma octopus as a potential winner of the kumite could be just what he needs so <laughs> yeah
0: jfk created octopus monster uh would yeah. be an incredible could you imagine him facing michael and his flaming sword
1: yeah oh my god i I wouldn't want to be in Michael's shoes, especially now that the Oklahoma octopus is going to probably get advanced with some hell powers. Oh, he'll
0: be like Spawn mixed with octopus. Oh, that's awesome.
1: That's sick as hell. And in the, he's, yeah, the Oklahoma octopus, now the Helltopus.
0: Why don't you write this comic book where the Kumite is the origin story and the octopus becomes like Spawn and it fights in the army for um, Abigor.
1: I very well might <laughs> The thing is, octopuses with all those arms get very annoying to draw Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, well, they could be cut off in the first episode, so he looks more you know, uh, man, man-like
1: Yeah That could happen
0: <laughs> You like that? I'm just trying to help
1: <laughs> No, no, you're doing great <laughs> but I think uh, the octopus <laughs>
0: advances I can't believe so, it Well, well uh, Abagor got what he wanted
1: it's true. Abigor's obviously thinking big picture. Uh so our finals. So are...
0: wait, our final is now a soulless, yes, even colder, soulless Oklahoma octopus created with
1: hell powers.
0: With hell powers. Uh, it now enlisted in the armies of hell created by JFK and probably with cool black armor.
1: Yeah, and uh, uh, Flaming Crown. Yes. He leveled up.
0: Yes. oh Awesome. He's awesome. Who is
1: he fighting? He's sick as hell. He's so but sick. But can he defeat the most evil car in America? <laughs> a curse that has claimed 32 lives. The Bane of Maine. The Golden Eagle. Eagle, eagle, eagle. This is what a great
0: matchup. I love this matchup because... Neither have souls anymore. No. Oh, this is a great fight. No souls.
1: So, let's think about the most dangerous things the curse of the Golden Eagle has done. Okay. Those are going to be the strongest attacks it's going to be able to bring.
0: Right. Well, it has brought a ghost uh, 18-wheeler. 18-wheeler. That's cool. So,
1: let's say it could bring out an 18-wheeler. Let's say, uh, yeah, a physical 18-wheeler. It's also had people get struck by lightning.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, totally.
1: The Oklahoma octopus could get struck by lightning. I don't think either of those are going to be a match for his new hell power.
0: Well, time out, lightning comes from the sky and could be infused with god power.
1: It's true. There it could be holy lightning, but I did not get the vibe from the government no, no, that evil. he was on the side of god.
0: You're right. I'm sorry. He, They're on the same and side. Li- <laughs> now,
1: now, that said... The good Lord works in mysterious ways and can choose a lot of different people for his vessel.
0: That's right. He could anoint, I love that word, he could anoint the uh, soulless evil car.
1: The golden eagle could no longer be cursed. It could become a blessed (gasps) car.
0: Would God do that? Would would the big G.O.D. bless the car and so it would be a battle of good versus evil in the final of the Kumite?
1: In the final of boy, I look, I'm going to say this. If it's going to come down to God suddenly saying, I choose the golden eagle to win. Oh yeah. We're pretty much saying that the golden eagle loses.
0: Okay. (laughs) The golden eagle loses?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Barring, barring God showing up and saying, I'm going to put my thumb on the scale of the Kumite.
0: Well, we are I, talking about it. Well, I mean, let's look at it this way. How does the car beat the hell-powered octopus?
1: Yeah, the, I, I, I can't think of a way.
0: It has no soul, so I don't think it registers as being unlucky or for the curse. I don't think the curse can affect us because it doesn't register as human.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I or don't as think a it's a ghost curse or, it. or and anything. And we never hear about animals getting uh, hurt by the That's curse of the green Eagle. Right. We didn't hear about like a bunch of dogs getting run over or anything.
0: And it would have been there would have been like a whole flock of crows that died around the car if we heard something like that. you know they, there there would have been stuff like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think I think the Oklahoma Heltopus... Takes it. I think we've got our season four Kumite champion. He is going to cut that damn car in half with a flaming sword wielded in his tentacles. Oh, my made God. Of black iron. Shibs, it's going to be the sickest shit you've ever seen in your life.
0: He has a flaming black iron sword in each tentacle. That is so dope.
1: Yeah, he's, yeah. Oklahoma Heltipus. Congratulations.
0: Congratulations. That is.
1: We have our Kumite winner, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in, boy. Final thoughts on season four, Ethan. What are your thoughts on season four?
0: It was just so much fun, um, like every other season, and I can't wait to do more. I love doing it with you and with the audience, and uh, God willing, we'll have a hundred more Kumites.
1: Yeah, and we've already got a lot of fun plans for season five lined up. We've got new segments. Uh, and we've got uh, some very exciting special guests Ooh. in the hopper, uh, and uh, it's obviously we're gonna have lots more great monsters, ghouls, ghosts, and cryptids, <laughs> and other fun, spooky, weird stuff that we like to goof around about. And uh, and I also just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in again, and I hope to keep uh, the rig rolling with everybody. You guys. Uh, if you want to find us on uh, the internet, you can find us on Instagram at Uncle Monster Six. On Twitter at Uncle Monster Pod. And of course, you can find our Patreon, where you'll just find that there's a whole lot of oranges in that bunch. <laughs> uh, that bunch of great uh, content. You can find early access to all our regular episodes and our series of bonus episodes. We're about to start recording a series on the films of Jim Winorski, director of Chopping Mall. We'll be so- calling
0: that the Winorski
1: Files. Yes, tune in for the Winorski Files.
0: And uh, remember, everybody don't, don't get,
1: get spooked.
0: spooked. Ah, Sicker than your average, great with the drink, 21 Savage. Please do call me Diesel. doing what I want, y'all doing what you need to. Say you wanna go to war, don't tease me, don't wanna see me, turn off TV. T T G off GP on the PG, me and AD and PG. Pull up big body BB. Beep, beep. Drop six feet deep. You know, I don't stop. Three P. Money is a must. Eat sleep. I get the bucks. Greek freak. Squad glowed up. Sheath Keith. Came in the game with a cheat chief Whoop. Get to the green like sheep teeth. I do not get it. Your movement is whack. Worm
1: it the wind as you losing it laps. I'm touring the globe. I'ma land
0: on the shore and exploring a boat where it's blue on the map. You ain't got nothing to do on the map. I've been on the map. You blew on the map. You couldn't do what I do with a map. I got a map. My room is a map. I get lost when I go for a nap. I don't get lost when I go for the sack. I don't feel lost alone at the top. I don't know Boss All, I know a shack. I know the peso, I know the denaro, like I know the pound and the yen and the euro. I know the case, so I get that in plural. On the paper chase, the end of the world. Shack. Canvas. Y'all ready?